Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I am your host, Sam Waldron, pastor of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and professor of systematic theology at Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. In this talk, we come once more to chapter 8 of the 1689. Uh, This is the third of a number of podcasts on the subject of chapter 8. And of course, chapter 8 deals with of Christ the Mediator. That's its title. The glory of Christ is opened up here under a number of key assertions, and especially paragraph 2 of the Confession. And in this podcast, I want to speak of his unqualified deity. Church history records many attempts to explain the Trinity by qualifying or diluting Christ's deity. All these attempts led to subordinationism, the idea that Christ's deity is less than the Father's deity. Unqualified deity affirms the opposite against all such subordinationism. What is paragraph two's witness to the unqualified deity of Christ? Well, it comes in these phrases, being very and eternal God, of one substance and equal with him who made the world, Which person is very God? How does the Bible bear witness to the unqualified deity of Christ? If the evidence for the Son's deity is to be appreciated, we must not forget that Old Testament monotheism was a jealous monotheism. Isaiah 48, 11, for my own sake, for my own sake, I will act. For how can my name be profaned? And my glory I will not give to another. And Yahweh also says in Isaiah 42, 8, I am Yahweh, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. When, first, the names, attributes, and prerogatives of God are attributed to other persons. Two, God the Father is closely associated with other persons in a way that connotes something approaching equality, and three, others receive worship with the Father, we cannot underestimate the significance of this. It's really shocking because in this way, God's glory is given to other persons. And the only possible justification for this in the context of the jealous monotheism of the Bible is that such persons must also be the one God. Systematic theologies cite many evidences for the deity of Christ. Central to the deity of Christ is the fact that the names of God are given to him. He is called God, Theos, and he is called Yahweh, or Lord. Thirteen times the New Testament calls Christ God. The evidence begins with John 1.1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. Even more conclusively, the New Testament describes Jesus as Yahweh, not just as God, but as Yahweh. John 8, 58 reads, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was born, I am. Leon Morris says of this passage, it should also be observed that he says, I am, not I was. It is eternity of being and not simply being, which has lasted through several centuries, 
that the expression indicates. The Old Testament background to John 8.58 confirms what Morris says. Jesus, I am, echoes Exodus 3's revelation of the name Yahweh. Here's Exodus 3.13 and following. Now they may say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And four times at least, the New Testament applies to Jesus, Old Testament passages which refer to Yahweh. Why did Jesus have to be God? To be the mediator? He had to be God to atone for a whole world of sinners. He had to be God in order to unite us with God, one of the purposes of salvation. He had to be God to create a new creation, another purpose of redemption. He had to be God to deserve our worship. Think about it. If he's not God, we dare not worship him. But, of course, Christians have always worshiped him. And why did he have to be God? To preserve God's glory, because only God could do what was necessary to our salvation. Thank you for listening to Confessing the Faith on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS is a confessional Reformed Baptist seminary which provides affordable online theological education to help the church in its calling to train faithful men for the gospel ministry. To learn more about how you can partner with us in providing informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, visit cbtseminary.org.